0: Welcome to the Rambling Viking Podcast. So good to be back, folks. It has been a minute. Oh, man. Um, I know all five of you who listen to this actually really, really distraught that I hadn't uh, posted an episode in a while, but I was out of town and then been going through some work stuff, so... Haven't really had the time and a lot of the motivation um, to be able to sit down and do this. It would either be an early, early morning or a late, late night, and pretty casual here. So we're coming back, though, with this episode, episode numero seis, which is six for those of you who don't speak Spanish, and uh, it's going to be a good one. I'm, I'm pretty excited. Uh, we've had some interesting stuff happen in Oklahoma recently with our primaries, and that's really what we're going to cover So, without further ado, let's jump into the podcast. So, a little disclaimer about this. I always like to post it there because I'm still very new. Uh, This is a solo opinion podcast. So, basically, this is me um, in one of of the rooms in my house talking about stuff that I feel strongly about, my opinion. Now, I try and be factual as I can, but I'm not sitting here telling you I'm a giant news outlet doing hours and hours of research. Um, I do I do a little bit, but I mainly talk about the ideas and the, uh, the philosophical side of things. However, I do welcome all sorts of uh, mail and comments and things. So if you, you know, think I'm, you, you need to send me something, you need to let me know why I'm wrong, why I'm awful, whatever, please, please don't hesitate to send a letter, grab your favorite piece of eggshell stationery, and send it to 1001 Fannin Street, Houston, Texas, zip code 77002, and the lovely CEOs and uh, board members of waste management will know what to do with that wonderful garbage. I joke. I joke. I do enjoy. I do enjoy opposing arguments, and I like to talk to people who disagree because. much fun it is to just, you sit there and be like, yeah, yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, 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 we agree. I mean, before you know it, then you can have an angry mob on your hands. But you need to challenge your beliefs. So I'm not going to sit here and bore you with that today. Our snapshot, our map image of our battle plan, whatever you want to call it. So first of all, we're going to go into what dulls my axe. And that's just a little fit of rage. And you can enjoy it. Don't Please don't stress out about it. I'm not... It's just a little a quick little venting, and uh, today I'm going to cover uh, something pretty interesting, but I'm going to keep that a mystery. Then we're going to go into the uh, the voyage, which is the, the main part of the show, and what we're going to talk about specifically is it's going to be around marijuana, but Oklahoma wasn't the last state to legalize medicinal marijuana. Surprising, which normally we are, so there's a victory in that sense, I guess, if that's Side that you're on, but we're going to talk a little bit about that. The question, kind of what it said, and you know my my personal thoughts on it. And then we're going to hear a delicious Amazon review on some sugar-free gummy bears. I know I've m- mentioned them in early episodes, but normally we do a, a nice Yelp review from our good friend Connor, who's a Yelp elitist. Shout out, but uh, this time we're going to stray away from that. Don't worry, I just. I know I need a little versatility. I thought I'd mix it up a little bit this time, but we have plenty more reviews to read uh, by that man. Then we'll end with a nice Viking tale of the day, and I actually haven't decided which one I'm going to tell, so sometime in here I'm going to just glance at my notes and see what I come come up with. All right. First and foremost, what dulls my axe. So I was on Facebook today. And we got into a little bit of my friend posted asking a question around the topic of abortion, and this is obviously very controversial. You have many different sides on many different places, uh, people landing on it. And personally, I land on um, I guess if I had to label it or go by the labels that that most people are going to give it is pro-life, and that is that I believe that conception equals life. And that is a life, and we don't have a right to terminate. You know, termination of that life is essentially murder. But that's not what we're going to get into. That's a whole messy thing, and that'd probably be a three-hour rant by me. And that's actually one I prefer to do with somebody because I think it'll keep things leveled off a little bit better. Um, That's one where I'd like both sides represented because I can't confidently play devil's advocate. So, but I, I go through, and there was already 100 comments on this by the time I got to this status, so... I was like, "All right, ooh, here we go." But this friend, he he talks about a lot of things, and he he's one of those great people that's great to converse with, even on Facebook. You know, it's not like a not supposed to be a clickbaity thing, or you know, we're just attacking each other and belittling each other. And it actually, for the most part, had some pretty good conversation on it on both sides of the the topic. You know, and the one thing that gets me though is that I don't like about being in in print. You know, not. Through words, not. Um, you know, I'm gonna back up. I never. I just realized I never said what dulls my axe. What dulls my axe is when people don't hear what you're saying, or they or they take what you said and say. So you're saying this. And It's like no, I just said this to mean this, or or they don't understand your argument at all, and so they try and debate what they thought you said. So basically, miscommunications in a in a debate. I'm gonna say debate because argument gives people the wrong tone here. But you know, I'll say something and they're like, oh, so this is what you mean, or they'll come back with an argument and, or ask me a you know respond with a short statement and then a question. I'm like, that question is not relevant to what I said. This is what I said, and this, this came up because in this in this thread, what I found myself doing is. I try and avoid, you know, just straight up jumping in and be like, well, here's your blah, blah, blah you're wrong, and blah, and all this, because you're just stirring the Facebook pot, and we all know how that goes, you know? It's just kind of a bunch of people yelling about about stuff, about their beliefs. And I'm like, you know, I, I want to keep this as civil as a discourse as possible and just use it plat, have it be a platform where people can just get their thoughts and ideas out there, and then we can discuss those and not, not start attacking people. Well, what I found myself doing was not. I, I I responded to a couple things in a couple places, but it wasn't like here's why you're wrong. It was discussing what they had said and kind of correcting miscommunications. Because what's funny to me is like you would have person A, they would say something about this. Person B would respond to that, but they would maybe not read or um, read correctly or, or make some inferences uh, inferences from what that person A said, and then and and to try and construct a point of what they think they're saying and then respond to that, which is incorrect. It's basically saying, no, no, that's not what I said. This is my point. And they say, Oh, okay. So then they can respond to your point. So you're already off to do a bad start. Well, then person a, when they would do a rebuttal to that response, would just rebuttal, would just, would just respond to that and not acknowledge the fact that like, no, that's not what I'm trying to say a lot of times. And they would just, and then, so then you're just going down a whole rabbit hole that is, started on the premise of a miscommunication, so you're not even talking about the topic you wanted to talk about. And I hate this more than anything. And I hate, I really, really get annoyed by, by tactics of, like if you're talking about things on a grand scale, like this is, this is, this is a general, you know, talking about majority of population, and the person you're talking to you says, well, I don't do that, or I've never done that, or I've never seen that, and I'm like, that doesn't negate my point at all. That's not even what I'm talking about. And I don't understand why you have to take this as a personal attack. I'm not saying you do this. I'm saying this is how it works, and this is what most people do. And you say, well, I don't do that. Okay, great. Doesn't change my point at hand. Doesn't change what I just said. It actually doesn't do, really, this conversation any any good at all. Like, no good at all. All right? And then... Um, but I actually have ended up having a nice discourse with one one gal and kind of the, the original person who posted the thing um, where it's actually been a good conversation about the issue and we haven't started attacking each other, but I've run into that a bunch of times. She's saying, so you're saying this? Said, no, this is what I said, and this is how I mean it. And then I asked her about something that she had said, and she goes, oh, no, I meant this, and she had a key statement where it's, where it was... She added a, a phrase to the end of her sentence that totally changed the meaning. Like, I'll give you, I'll give you an idea. So the sentence she was talking about was, um, well, she was talking about, you know, we have a right to be free from people's malice. And I just said, not necessarily. And that turned into, oh, so you think women don't have a right to not be raped? And I said, no, I didn't say that. I said this because what you said is actually a broader statement beyond, saying we're free from malice, I'm not free from you calling me a butthole, from you slandering me on the internet. That's, but that's the, that's the downside to freedom, right? So we are, we are as freedoms, like we, are, we are free to believe and say what we want and do and think and, and be totally free in that sense. But at the same time, but most of us sign up to a social contract where it's like we all kind of agree it's an unwritten social contract of, where it's not written in law, let, let's be decent to each other because that person's free and I'm free and I don't want to you know i'm going to treat that person nicely like we make the conscious choice to be better people but with freedom we don't have to be that's the thing up until the point of infringing on someone else's freedom like where where and so in the instance i'll just i'll just give you a little more context they were talking about he the initial question was so how you was how does the justification of abortion when it's in the case of rape work is and uh but saying that abortion for any other reason is wrong, and you know and asking because he, he says normally justification for one leads to justification of the other, or vice versa, and you know depending on where you stand on it, you know, if you believe that no abortion is good, then you don 't believe in abortion for rapes because that's then kind of a double standard right so he he was asking for genuine justification and it really got off topic, but this this guy was kind of for the most part on topic, but you know that she talked about that she said you know it is that the person doing the crime is infringing on the woman's right to be free from other people's malice. I said, you're not free from other people's malice. You are free from other people. Like, you do have the law. Now, in the sense of you are free, technically, like you are free. You have a right. Sorry, you have a right. She was calling it a right, meaning I have a right to not, and, and that kind of goes along with I have a right to not be defended. That's a big, broad statement. That's blanket statement covering everything, like in a general sense. And I just called her out and said, you're not free to that in every way. And she said, you know, oh, well, are you saying I don't have a right to not be raped? I said, no, you definitely do because that is someone imposing on your freedom that you were granted, and it's also, you know, immoral and unlawful. So there's, there's plenty of reasons why people don't do it. Now, the problem is people are evil, and even if you live in a free country, not a free country, people are going to choose to do that, and it sucks, right? It sucks. And it's awful, awful, awful. I Rapists are the low, the low. But... I don't mean to get off into that discussion too much. That was just supposed to be what dolls my axe is. And I'll finish with this example was we were ta- I, you know, I called her out on that and then, but we got it cleared up. Right. Nobody got angry or anything. Said, no, this is what I'm saying. I'm saying, you know, you have, you have freedom to your autonomy and your freedom. I said, now it's, now when it infringes on your freedom, then we're talking rights. But I said, you don't have a right for people not to be malicious at you. Now saying malicious, I just mean, you know, they can have violence and they can call you a butthole, flip you off and do whatever, cut you off in traffic, up until the point of it actually affects you, you know, physically or whatever, you know, assaulting you, whatever, you know, hurting you. There, there's real damage there. Then you have a case for you're infringing on my rights because um, you're imposing something on me against my will, right? So, but I was just, and then she, she changed it by just saying, you know, she has a right to receive justice for, for that maliciousness imposed upon her and I said yeah or to demand justice and I was like I totally agree with that duh I think the, I think that <laughs> the rapist should be punished and, and there should be justice for that I never did I don't think anybody would disagree with that <laughs> but I just had to point out to her I said that totally changed the statement when you said demand justice for the maliciousness that, that, then those are two separate statements. One is a big blanket statement talking in a very general sense, and the other one is very specific. So, you know, and, and that's what I get tired of is people don't complete their thought or they misrepresent your thought or they, or they take it somewhere else. And I, I've seen that a lot with Jordan Peterson. You know, it's funny because uh, if you saw the Kathy Newman interview, if you haven't, you should go watch it because he owns her. But she gets to a point, you know, she, she'll take something he says and she goes, So you're saying this. And he goes, No, I didn't say that and she'll make, an, you know, she'll make an inference off of what he said, saying, okay, so he's saying this, so that must extend to this point. And he would always just refute her, and eventually got to the point where he actually talked about that and um, stumped her, literally, on, on air. But that was, it was really, really fun. So, I don't know. That wasn't a typical what dulls my axe, but I do get tired of people not thinking through what I'm trying to say and actually responding to that because then we just spend all of our time just sitting there restating our point saying no this is what I'm saying no this is what I'm saying no this is what I'm saying that's not a productive conversation folks come on now all right axe is officially dulled it's been resharpened now that I've left that off my chest Whew. a little hot in here but all right that was what dulls my axe. Now we're going to get into... I tried this new segment called The Battle Casualty, but I don't know how it's really playing out. Um, actually, no. Here's a battle casualty. So, I was working at a job at a convenience store, and I was sitting there. This guy comes in, and he wants... You know, he asked me how much a six-pack of cans of Coke is, and I said, I don't know. The one is this much. I said, but I don't know how much a six-pack is. Go, Just go grab it. I'll scan it. I'll check it. And it was like three sixty, right around there. And so he... Sorry, and No, not sorry Never apologize I'm the rambling viking So anyways He comes up And he says I scan it And then he just like He throws He picks, takes change out of his pocket And just sets it on the counter And looks at me like Count it stupid And I was like uh okay all right we're gonna count this so I sit there and you know and count the change that's annoying and I get it's like three he's like three ten so he's like you know fifty cents short or whatever these aren't these are approximate numbers but that was about what it was right and I and I go yeah yeah three ten is three sixty two and I look at him like okay I just told you you don't have enough money so you should either go get more money take it back do whatever and he just stared at me for about five seconds like uh. And I was like, all right. And he goes, can you spot me? And I repeated this out loud to him. I said, can I spot you? And he goes, yeah. I'll pay you back. I said, and I said this out loud, you'll pay me back? Which is a dude I'd never seen before, first time in the store. And I was working there about every day. And I was like, Did this dude just tell me he would pay me back for like 50 cents to in a place where he's never going to come back again. I've never seen him. I don't know what in the world. Like he's just going to walk in. I'm working. Oh, here's your 50 cents. Yeah, whatever, man. But I just looked at him and said, sorry, man. Like, I, I don't, you know, I don't, I didn't have change on me or anything. I was like, nah. And he goes, really? Yes, really. And then he kind of walks off angrily, And I'm like, I don't know what you want from me, dude. I said, I, I looked, I looked at him and I had to tell him this, you don't have enough money, dude Sorry.'" And then I'm pretty sure he stole a single Coke later because he he walked back there, meandered around, then walked out real fast. But oh well, what are you gonna do? It's you know, it was one can of Coke, it's not the end of the world, but <laughs> that is that is the battle casualty for the day. For I forgot to explain this. I'm off my game being out of the having not podcast in a couple of weeks. So the battle casualty the other day, doing this in reverse order, starting with the ending and then showing you how we got to the ending, like those movies do. I forget what it's called. But Battle casualty today is if is someone who is functioning alive and for the most part well in today 's society our soft, easy society to get along in, but had they been transported back to the Viking era, they would be a casualty on the battlefield almost immediately, maybe even just a straight up decoy because that 's because they couldn 't survive then, and that 's the battle casualty, so basically it 's usually a dumb person doing a really dumb thing or saying something dumb and being like, you're grown human functioning in society. And you know, it's those little moments that kind of make you wish almost like, man, I wish it was kind of a little tougher so we could, you know, weed off these bad people. But then I, you know, I back up. That's a, that's a bad thought. You know, we are, look, we're all God's children. Jesus loves everybody. And I have to remember that. So I got, I got to try and curb those bad thoughts like that, but just a funny little thing. So that was our battle casualty today. day was the, um, The angel wings, because he had angel wings of hair down his back. He came in shirtless, by the way. Forgot to mention that, and I don't know if he had shoes on. So that was our battle casualty for this episode. All right, folks. So real quick, before we get on to the voyage, we are going to do a fake sponsor fill. So first fake sponsor is The Absorber. For those of you who don't know, I'm sure everybody's heard of a ShamWow, and I always get this. So I'll tell you this. It's about it's the same size as ShamWow, but not that furriness, and it's way better been around way longer, so shut your mouth. It's not a ShamWow. But for, that's what, to give you a picture of an idea of this. This is the best, most useful towel, particularly at the lake. That you could ever buy so if you ever go to the lake or you just spend a day at the pool or whitewater or wherever this thing is awesome so it's smaller than a conventional towel so you can't like cover yourself in it but if you ever watch diving you see those guys they have those towels and they get off and they kind of wipe themselves off and they put it around their neck well that's what this is so it functions when wet when it's dry it's like hard and hard and not really malleable it's kind of rigid but when you get it wet it, it gets totally loose and everything like a regular towel and you wring out the water and it can hold A a lot of water, but B, it functions when wet. So with a typical towel, what you have is once it gets wet, it's wet for a while. And you gotta let it dry out or you know, it's not, it's not very useful once it's wet. It can work wet a little bit, like you can get a little bit wet, but like once it's soaked, you're pretty much done. And if you're at the lake, that sucks because you get in once, use your towel, and then your towel's pretty much useless for the most part. Like it's not gonna do much. This thing, you can use over and over and over and over again, and it works the same amount every time, and it's amazing. Sold in the automotive section of Walmarts. They're usually about $8 for a regular size, or you can get an XL for $12. Um, Well worth the purchase. I know someone might be like, that's expensive. But, like, seriously, you can use this, A, on your car. It's really good for, for when you're done washing it, just doing a good wipe down and, you know, prevent water spots and things. But it's also, like, I use one for my shower. I get out of the shower, and I get all the... It gets, like, takes all the water off, you know, and you're still kind of slightly damp. So you get this nice fluffy soft towel that's dry, and then you then you finish off with that. So the towel really doesn't get that wet at all. Mainly I use a towel on my hair, but then you just do it once over and then you're you're like completely dry. And it's very, very easy because the absorber isn't very big, so it doesn't take up much room. You might be like, That's so much work to use two things. It's really not, folks. But it is, I will say that. The absorber. Fake sponsor. We are not sponsored. They don't endorse us, they don't endorse what I say. So um but i do enjoy it that was our that was our fake sponsor for the day it is the official absorber Mine name in walmart eight dollars i do not have a coupon code because they're not a sponsor so don't ask me for one it's 1-800 pay full price um when you go to check out and they ask for a promo code just put in um gus bus full price and it'll make you pay full price probably say you tell you invalid code so there you go all right folks time to move on to the voyage Load the ship with the supplies, get on, grab your row, start rowing, hoist the sails, because we're going off to the land of medical marijuana and its legalization in Oklahoma. So, for those of you who maybe don't know, well, I guess all my listeners probably do know, because there's only five of you guys. Oklahoma just cleared medical marijuana. State question 788, and it passed. With like a hundred thousand votes or something, I don't remember um, being the difference, and from yes to no, but it was like fifty-five, forty-five was the split, which is a pretty decent little split. Um, and so that's a question I've been dealing with because, because morally, I'll tell you, morally, I don't, you know, I don't believe in in the use of drugs. Uh, I, you know, I, I think they're they're morally wrong and, and such. I don't think medical marijuana should be, or marijuana should be classified the same as heroin and cocaine and stuff like it is like there's there's some some fishy stuff there but that's not what we're gonna get into so basically this allows for it and what you can do is you can i'll tell you the general gist of it i don't have it pulled up right here i might be able to pull it up in the next couple seconds but 'Cause I think I would like to. So basically you can you can get a you can apply for a license and you get it from a doctor. And you can actually get it from more than just a a, a certified medical doctor. You can get it from like a, a chiropractor. Vets can administer it, which someone was like... at first I was like, How long is a vet gonna administer a human? Then I realized ah they probably have some stuff for animals for seizures and whatnot or just whatever. So that's that's where that comes into play. But uh, optometrist, ophthalmologist, I think, I don't remember exactly. And uh Well, that's, and and so that's, you know, that's what it says. You get a license and that'll be, it lasts for two years. And I think a license is essentially a prescription and it it clears you. So a couple things is there's no specific, you have a wide range of doctors and that that can administer it. And then it it didn't say for any specific ailments. So I can, you know, I can see the problem where it says, you know, and and it goes through how much you can have on you at at a time, all this stuff, yada, yada, yada so that was that was it, you know, um, yeah, so it's an Oklahoma board certified physician it's who has to administer it, um eighteen years or older, and a resident. um you can get it if you're under eighteen, but you have to have signed by two physicians and a parent or guardian um and then you can you know you can also they also issue seller grower packaging transportation research and caregiver licenses as well for all the dispensaries um there's been a requirements to be licensed to sell marijuana licenses um, you know and they have the punishments and all that stuff so it got approved but when you get in that then you know that's got that kind of synopsis when you looked at it actually up close it was you, you could see some more details so let me tell you what what we're going we're going to walk through the viking the rambling vikings thought pro- process here a little bit so what the conversation i've been having my with myself over this has been basically okay you know is, is there a line or a point because generally what you see is you know is there a line or point where medicinal purposes of marijuana can be okay and considered moral necessarily and so the first thing i do is i look at and say you know look at look at all drugs really like and you you know you can have drugs like Oxycontin and stuff like the opiates like the really heavy stuff and just Someone taking those without, you know, you need a prescription and they're for certain specific ailments, they treat something, but they are, you know, these, these heavy opiate drugs and I don't know all the origins of them, but I know things that a lot of times you get the raw product of something, you refine it and you take, you take certain aspects of it out or whatever and you get it down to these pills and you concentrate it, dilute it, however much you need to, and then... Through all through this regulation, in the system, then you have access to these drugs like morphine. Obviously, you can only get in like a hospital and stuff, you can't just have that at home because it's a super, it's you know, more or less kind of like um, actually, I'm not gonna compare it to a drug because I don't know what it compares to, but people flipping love it, it makes you feel awesome, apparently. And then, you know, I look at it and I say that's actually one of the biggest like we have an opioid crisis of people getting addicted to like painkillers and things because they're so strong. And so I said, okay, it's reasonable to say that these even have a more a stronger effect than, you know, marijuana would have on your mind, you know, depending on concentration and things like that, but in general. So I'd say, yeah, drugs, like those are drugs, but they're, they're regulated, administered, and, and and used in a certain way. So that, that leads me to the initial conclusion that yes, you know, you could take this, the marijuana plant and, you know, Put it in a lab, do whatever, and you know, do use use different chemicals and things in it. I mean, we see the CBD oil, obviously, where you take the THC out, the the drug part of it, and then you can use it. You know, people use it as a topical ointment for joint pain and stuff like that, and it's found useful. And so, in that sense, it's no different than than any other, you know, than, than a lot of other things where we get our our topical ointments and things like. And so that's why. So. You know, that, that starts to tip me because morally, generally, you have a dichotomy, right? You have it's wrong, period, or there's some uses for it medicinally, and there's people who enjoy it, and then they want to kind of ride that as well. So, but I, I think I'm finding kind of like there's more of a middle ground. It's not just a yes or a no or good or a bad necessarily. I think it all depends on the context here, folks. And in the context of you just get the plant raw and you, you know, you're just smoking it for your personal enjoyment because it makes you feel good yeah I'd say that's you know that's kind of immoral, and now, before you attack me for what about drinking and drunkenness, I don't think drunkenness is good either, all right it, you know putting your mind being in a, in a mental state that is impairing or for whatever reason is not good, okay um, now that to be said, yeah, I've made my mistakes, and you know there we all have so it, it's it's fine, but moving forward. So that's, you know, that's what I've been dealing with, and I, I kind of started, okay, so I think there could be purposes with it. Now, I'm going to come out and say this early. I am against state question 788 for the reason of I'm not opposed to finding medicinal uses from marijuana and then administering those to people and because they, you know, they supposedly can help with seizures, anxiety, pain, relief, all sorts of things. And if, there's, if you can extract uses from that, and then put it through the system and where it's regulated, controlled, and you get it under, you know, it can be classified and everything. Then and given to people just like all the other drugs. Yeah, that's not that's not that's not morally wrong, it's not bad. I'm not opposed to that. What I'm opposed to on this was the the vagueness of it and, and the simplicity of it. You know, there's there's certain aspects of it. So, first of all, you get a prescription, and from my limited knowledge, you know, you go to a dispensary, and dispensaries now. What I've been told, you know, they can have it, you know, in the form of a pill. This is good for pain relief. This is good for that. Or you can do edibles, which, you know, I, I don't know a lot. But, you know, they, you know, they affect, you know, a mind, a psychological thing versus, like, a body thing as far as what it affects, just like anything else. But uh, my issue is, is that this is, all, for, in a lot of ways, I, you know, you'll get a license, and that just means you can go get some raw, and you can just smoke it and make you feel better. And for, for me personally, I don't like smoking my lungs. I know they're like, well, it's not like tar, but no. But smoke is not designed to be in your lungs. So smoking your lungs in any way is not good. So that's why I think, I, you know, I don't, I don't like that aspect of it. So it's very vague in the sense of the doctors say there's no specific reason. Like it can be whatever they choose. You can, I go and say I have headaches frequently. Boom. And I can be allowed to smoke weed. I don't agree with that, right? It should be, hey, let me write you a prescription for this pill which you know could be derived from the marijuana plant and it'd be useful and effective and then you get that pill right kind of like oh you have a headache take tylenol not just here's a prescription for drugs pick whichever version of of this drug that you want that's not okay all right so so that's that's where i'm deriving my issue with this from is is I would prefer it to be a little bit more regulated, a little bit more controlled. I think it's very relaxed, so much so in the sense of, so we have these ads, these hate ads going, it's not medical, it's recreational. And I, the way I look the way I'm looking at it and kind of observing it is I think it's more, I think I kind of agree with that. Not fully. It's it's I think it's recreational wearing a medical cloak, you know? So it's in the sense of it goes through, you know, the medical side of things, but I think the, that part isn't buttoned down enough, so then it more or less just allows you to use recreational, recreationally at your own discretion. And the other thought that comes up, you know, is in, well, you know, this is, very, this is very minimal as far as the effect it has on your body as opposed to, like, you know, Oxycontin, which you like, or one of those Vicodin, you know, that heavily impairs you. You can't drive. Like, you can't use machinery type stuff. You, you kind of just got to stay where you're at. Um... Versus, you know, or is it more on the Tylenol end of the spectrum where it's like you can still function fine and do all this stuff. But uh, I think we know, you know, there is some, it's somewhere in between there, you know, where there is some impairment because I don't, I don't think, I don't think you should um, get high and drive, um, get drunk and drive. And, you know, I'm not going to sit here and get into the debate of which one's worse or better. But, you know, that's where I stand on it. And, and so I think, I think you can get to the recreational point through the medical but I think there is some actual real substance to the, to, you know, to this being medical. But I think it's loosely regulated enough and unspecific enough and vague enough that it more or less can just allow anybody to get recreational. And that's where I disagree with it. That's where I'm not for it necessarily. Uh, that that I don't like it. And so that's you know the moral dilemma that I've been dealing with. You know, is like, is there anything good that can come from this? scenario right so it'd be like you know looking at heroin be like heroin is awful but then you're like well, what if you put it in a lab and you could break it down do this and, this and that and you can make a pill that helps with anxiety you know and it's like oh heroin bad this pill good but you you know it is derived from this so derivative is not necessarily bad right but something in its you know its raw form is very very bad and awful kind of kind of Kind of situation, right? Like, for instance, potassium can be deadly. So, Doctor Death used uh, high levels of potassium. Like, if you like extremely high levels of potassium is poisonous to you and can kill you. But we all know that potassium is an essential like nutrient in your diet, and you want it in you. So, just go. You know that that's kind of the point I'm going on, almost in a backwards way. Is like, yeah, bulk potassium bad. A little bit of potassium good. Kind of like. You know, just, just raw, open, regular marijuana, just doing whatever you want with it, bad. But, okay, let's put it through this system, and boom, you have a you have a pill, you have an ointment, you have whatever. Come out the other side, a, a, you know, a chewable, and it helps you with this certain ailment, this certain thing. That's where I'm okay with it. And, like I said, I don't know a ton about it, Like, but what I do know from actually looking at the, the text itself and the full text a few days ago was... Like, it's very vague. I don't think it's specific enough. So, you know, and maybe, maybe it's at, but once again, it's at the doctor's discretion. So, the responsibility is being put on the doctors to be like, use good discretion. But my issue is that I, you just get a license for medical marijuana, and I think you can just go get whatever. Now, maybe it will say you have a license for these medical marijuana pills or these cookies or whatever else, and you can do it. And then it's like, so you can only get like a regular prescription. You know, you get a bottle, you get this many pills. And then so this will last you to this long. And then on this, you know, on or just after this date, come refill your prescription. You know, and they obviously, if you come back in two weeks and like, I used them all. They're like, okay. And then you're selling, you know, so it's, so it's a system kind of the same way. And so that's, that's my big issue here is that it's not, it felt very lazy. It was just like, yeah, you can do weed, just get a doctor's note. (laughs) Do weed? <laughs> you can smoke weed, whatever. You know, I say do weed because there's many different ways you can ingest it through edibles, candies, lollipops, all these dispensaries and things. And so, and so, and, and what I'm hearing is, you know, they they have taken this and you know they put it in many different forms for in many different concentrations and things like that. But then it's at the discretion of the person, more or less. And, and maybe it's mild enough that it can be, you know. And so, but at the end of the day, I like I said, I'm not for this. I didn't want this version to pass. I'm not against medicinal uses deriving from or of marijuana necessarily. I am against this, these things in the way, I'm against the way it passed in Oklahoma. So, unfortunately, I forgot I had not changed my registration to where I'd move. So, I was still back in my hometown. And I didn't have time to drive and go vote. So, I didn't even get a vote on it, which sucks. um, Because I think you should vote. But that's that's kind of where i stand on the issue right is i hope i kind of made it clear is you know in general you can have you can start from this point but i just think it needs to go through the same processes that really every other drug goes through with the fda regulation and things like that now i don't necessarily always agree with the fda and big pharma i think there's some sketchiness there ultimately but i think it's you know more of a good thing than more of a bad thing kind of taking a utilitarian uh point of view here so that's I, You know, it's been more of a moral dilemma I've been dealing with as I, I, as I think we're legalizing kind of some immoral aspects about this. I think we could go down the correct avenue with this, uh, with medicinal uses of, you know, deriving from or of marijuana, but I don't think this is the one. Um, I don't think this was done necessarily well. Now we're going to see how this plays out. And shoot, maybe I'm wrong. Hopefully I'm wrong. Hopefully I'm wrong and, like, things get put in place and doctors use the right kind of discretion and, and it's this beautiful system. But with seeing how vague it is and knowing like, you know how government bills work and like you're, you know, it's kind of like how law works. Like it's super, super specific. The wording has to be just right and they're usually miles long. This wasn't. So there's a couple paragraphs. Like four. Decently long paragraphs. I mean, maybe like a thousand words. Maybe not even. So that's, you know, that's where I take up issue with this. But that was the voyage for today. It seemed relatively I don't know if that was seemed relatively mild or maybe I was relatively mild, but not for the, the medical marijuana passing in the way that it did. Not anti necessarily, but I'm just not for it passing in this way, right? It's like I'm not anti you driving, but maybe I'm anti you driving a Jaguar because maybe you're an adrenaline junkie and I'm worried you're going to get a bunch of speeding tickets kind of deal, you know? See what I'm saying? Makes sense? Clear it up a little bit? All right, cool. Great, great to know. See you later. How you doing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Into the next thing. Moving on. The way too much, but that's why we love it. Totally over the top item of the day. Or for short, the TWTMBTWWLITOTTIOFTD. Did you get that? <clears throat> Is one of the best... Things you could look at. I couldn't find them on Amazon, so I had to go on Board Panda and just find one of the reviews, because there used to be listed on Amazon, these Hairbow sugar-free gummy bears. And you could just, there's thousands of reviews, and you could just read them, and they're all these great long essays, but I couldn't find them this time. So maybe they don't sell them on Amazon anymore, which kind of sucks. But I was able to find this one. It got one star. Um, And here we go. It's from Christine. This was back in 2012. But this is on the, an Amazon review for the Haribo sugar-free gummy bears. For a backstory, for this, those who don't know, so Haribo and the sugar-free gummy bears, what they would put is a – so obviously it doesn't have sugar, but they still want it to taste sweet. So they have this artificial additive they put in there. Well, it turns out like 80% of the population is mildly allergic in the sense of a laxative to this, to this <laughs> uh, the sugar stand-in, this sweetener. <laughs> So, what people got is, like, the most explosive diary. Like, it has been the best laxative that anybody could ever take, but nobody wanted it kind of situation. So, we'll just, I'm not going to lead you on. uh, I'm not going to say too much more because we're just going to let the review do the talking for itself. So, it's one star. says, just don't unless it's a gift for someone you hate, which, side note, there was a guy who bought a whole thing for his office because he, he didn't like a lot of people in his office. And they're like, sweet, he brought gummy bears. And then he just watched this mayhem unfold. And I wish I had that review. It's incredible. Anyways, so Christine tells us, oh, man, words cannot express what happened to me after eating these. The gummy bear cleanse. If you are someone that can tolerate the sugar substitute, enjoy If you are like the dozens of people that tried my order, run! First of all, for taste, I would rate these a five. So good. Soft, true-to-taste fruit flavors like the sugar variety. I was a happy camper. But, or should I say, but, with two Ts, for those who can't see this visually, not long after eating about 20 of these, all hell broke loose. I had, gastrointestinal, I had a gastrointestinal experience like nothing I've ever imagined. Cramps, sweating, bloating beyond my worst nightmare. I've had food poisoning from some bad shellfish, and that was almost like a skip in the park compared to what was going on inside me. Then came the uh, flatulence. That's farting for those of you who don't know that word. Heavens to Murgatroyd. The sounds like trumpets calling the demons back to hell. The stench, like 1,000 rotten corpses, vomited. I couldn't stand to stay in one room for fear of succumbing to my own odors. Oh, my gosh. But wait, there's more. Or, but wait, there's more. Billy Mays here. <laughs> I I inserted that. What came out of me felt like someone tried to funnel Niagara Falls through a coffee straw. Ooh. Great imagery, but Ooh. I swear my sphincters were screaming. It felt like my delicate starfish was a gaping maw projectile vomiting a torrential flood of toxic waste. Once again, great writing, but 100% liquid. Oh, flammable liquid. Oh, napalm. It was actually a bit humorous for a nanosecond as it was just beyond anything I could imagine possible. And it went on for hours. Oh, no, you poor soul. Oh, you poor soul. I felt violated when it was over, which I think might have been sometime in the early morning of the next day. There was, a, there was stuff coming out of me that I ate at my wedding in 2005. This was 2012. I had five pounds of these innocent-looking, delicious-tasting hell bears. So I told a friend about what happened to me thinking it had to be some type of sensitivity I had to the sugar substitute, and in spite of my warnings and graphic descriptions, she decided to take her chances and take them off my hands. Oh, no, you poor soul. Silly woman. All of the same for her and a phone call from her while on the toilet, because you kind of end up living in the bathroom for a spell, telling me she was, she really wished she would have listened. I think she was crying. Oh, her sister was skeptical and suspected that we were exaggerating. She took them to work since there was still 99% of a five-pound bag left. She works for a construction company where there are builders, roofers, house painters, landscapers, etc. Lots of people who generally have limited access to toilets on a given day, i.e. port-potties. I can't imagine where all of those poor men and women poop that day. I keep envisioning men on roofs crossing their legs and trying to decide if they can make it down the ladder, if they should just jump Oh. <laughs> If you order these, best of luck to you, and please don't post a video reviewing during the aftershocks. P.S., when I ordered these, the warnings and disclaimers and legalese were not post... Oh, I'm not a moron. Also, not sure why so many people assume I'm a man. I am a woman. I, I was on the track that she was a woman by her name being Christine. We poop too. Of course, our poop sparkles and smells like a walk in a meadow of flowers, wildflowers. Thanks for all the great comments. I've been enjoying reading them and so glad that the horror show I experienced from snacking on these has at least made some people smile. (laughs) Oh, no. Oh, no, no, no. Oh, that's so awful. So... (laughs) The the vile person inside of me and the self-destructive person wants to get a small bag, try a couple, and experiences for myself. I don't know why everybody feels this way. Like, I had a buddy's like, yeah, I kind want to try them. And now I think a lot of people are saying, no, I'm not going to try that. Why would you want to do that? That's just the way I am. But they don't seem to be on Amazon anymore. So I wonder if they sell them at all because maybe they had so many lawsuits. And now I, I will say this. When I looked, they did have – they did have um, – trying to think. Crap. Yeah, they had a, like a disclaimer saying that some people would have an allergen and like, you know, you may respond this way. <clears throat> so they kind of cover their tracks, but oh, that stinks. There's no disclaimer and you just get them? That's off. Yeah, I would almost think about pursuing a lawsuit if they weren't so messy, time-consuming, and wallet-draining. Alright, that was the way too much, but that's why we love it. Totally over the top item of the day, or for short, the TWTMBTWWLITOTTIOFTD. If you can remember that. Now on to our final segment, folks. Feels good to be back, by the way. I don't know why I waited so long. I could have I uh, made one in. All right. So went on vacation recently. And I hope everybody's familiar with Cornhole. Well, we're, we're, visiting, we're visiting my brother who just moved. And we're up eating at this place. I'm not going to name the restaurant. It doesn't matter. But my dad, oh, my dad. Call him the D. White, and uh, you might hear me reference that occasionally or thank him occasionally, but he holds a special place amongst me and my friends' hearts, me and my peers' hearts. We all know about the D. White and the, the wonder that he is, you know, a great man, a city councilman, accomplished, vest- veterinarian, former city councilman, I mean, ro- goes rotary ambics, very involved, very smart, seriously, like one of the best people I know, but just has these awesome, incredible moments that you're just like, where did this come from? And I have those inevitably, too, since I'm his son. So we're going into this restaurant, and my dad had a pop can in his hand. And we just got back from uh, Yellowstone because he lives up in Idaho now. And so we went to Yellowstone. And and he wanted to throw this away because naturally, you know, I'm mean, going to use a trash can. So it's like one of those where it has, the, you know, the two sets of doors. And so he walks in, and he's, he's behind everybody. And, like, we all walk in, and I notice right inside, right to the right of the first set of doors, there's some two two- um, the two boards for cornhole kind of standing, you know, opposing, leaning up against the wall. So you, you see the top side of one in the hole and it's kind of at your waist level. It's on, it's on the top, not the, not the bottom, near the floor. So, you know, it's three, four feet in the air. we we'll walk in and <laughs> my dad's behind us and we're all, we're all, you know, we're going looking forward at the hostess stand in the restaurant and all of a sudden I hear this clunk, clunk, clunk. And, and I hear, oh, that's not a trash can, and I look back, and he had walked in, doing the same as us, not really paying attention to to the cornhole. hole. But he had taken this can. He just saw a hole about the height of a trash can to my right, right as I walk inside the door, and just said, "Yeah, that's a trash can, hundred percent." Didn't pay it any mind, any second thought. I'm sure it was just a peripheral vision type moment where that's how he saw it, and just boom, chunk the chunk the pop can without any fear, remorse, or second guessing at all. And then clunk, 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 falls to the bottom. <laughs> and then we all turn around as we're turning around. We just see him. Look at that. with a surprise looks at, oh, that's not a trash can. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Bless your soul, Dwight. Bless your soul. Well, that is a l- little bit shorter than normal, but it was a beautiful, beautiful moment. And maybe it's not funny at all. And you're sitting there going, that wasn't funny, dude, you idiot. Maybe it's when you had to be there, you know, kind of a geographical joke. Reference to The Office, Michael Scott, shout out. But it was hilarious to me, and whether or not you enjoyed it, eh, it happens. You win some, you lose some in the comedy game, I guess. So this, that wraps up the Rambling Viking podcast, episode number six. And we, I think we had a relatively good show. Um, some great rambling tangents. Rambled a lot. Rambling a little bit now. I mean, this is how we close it out. So, folks, I'm going to try and do better about you know having daily. We'll have you know three to four a week, hopefully. Um, I'm going to have some more time next week. So I'm going to try and do a lot of recording, get that done. And I hate doing this part. But seriously, if you do enjoy it at all, like, and you have anybody you know that might like listening to a podcast or might like just hear some jack wagon rant and ramble to fill some time, you know, just say, "Hey, check this thing out, listen to it, listen to an episode, listen to an episode with them, maybe listen to the Daily Ramble and they get a taste of that, which I don't have any recent ones, so we'll get some recent ones, but I'm gonna open it up a lot more folks, and we're gonna we're gonna I'm gonna start talking a little bit more about positivity and the power of mindset and how I changed my life, and kind of do some life coaching in that sense and um I don't know if it's gonna be its own separate type of episode or what, but that's what we're gonna do. so thanks to look forward to. feel free to comment on anchor. that's kind of where. It's all hosted. I used to have a blog, but then I found Anchor to host it. And so, if you want to comment or favorite on there, do it on anchor.fm. You can go and just search the rambling Viking. Um, I'm on Apple Podcasts. I mean, I'm on six different platforms now, so that's really exciting. Uh, only 40 plays all time, and I probably have like 15 different little casts. So I'm trying to decide, you know, if I should do some some type of promotion or whatever. Uh, you know, you know, it's, it's it's hard because I have to build this whole alias thing, um, but. Folks, this concludes it all. Hope you enjoyed it for whatever, wh- however reason. And guys, I hope you you stay blessed. And let's all let's all make an individual effort to get a little bit better every day and and care a little bit more about other people and not just focus solely on ourselves. Because I don't think a totally selfish society is a good one. But you know, let, let's take some time, put some others before us. But uh, if not, I mean, live your life as a free American. You can do that, or you can be a total jackhead and be really mean and just do what you want. That's the beauty of if if you do, living in America. Uh, we are free to do so. So as a free American, I'm not telling you how to live. Live your life the way you want to live. I just hope that you, you know, that we can all kind of ha- have a social contract and say, you know, let's all let's all choose to do, be better rather than worse. But on that note, thank you for listening. Viking out.